Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi, guys. Welcome to the I Don't Get It podcast. That was definitely, we've never opened like that before. Well, it's what? Saying hello? Hi. I'm not making fun of you. I'm just saying, like, it You're literally totally didn't totally making fun of me right no, now. No, it sounded like a, ne- a different different opening. Than oh, before. I like it. It's Every little... time I walk in the door, I see you guys. I go, hi, guys. Yeah. That's literally yeah, my hello. So you're shitting on you my know, hello. Let's fuck let's... this shit. Let's, let's start over. No, we're not starting no. over. No, we need some variations in our hellos. This is Naz. <laughs> hello. Good good evening. Good afternoon. Good morning. So okay? that's Lauren talking. This is Naz talking. That's exactly what I meant, but you took it offensively. Yeah. I meant that we've never opened a podcast sounding like that before. Yeah, but you were like, we've never opened a podcast. You know, like would you guys rather receive a candle or flowers as a gift? Candle. Oh, that's such a good question. But they are From both temporary. Who? Um, Just like, you know, when someone gives you like, oh, I just got you a little something. Just to- Candle is more expensive. Um, Well, they well, both go away. You know, I they guess. both evaporate. Well, you know, flowers evaporate. die, one evaporates. <laughs> Guys, it's really late at night. It's 9.15. Cut us a break. Um, Today's podcast is going to be really fun. That's so, Lois trying to eat. She's. I don't think anyone can hear. She's like banging up against the food bowl. So she, basically, I was reading this article on The Cut, which I think is an extension of New York Magazine. I forget. But anyways, I was on, scrolling through Instagram, found this article, and there was this girl on there that said that on her third date with a guy, he proposed that they... Do not text in between dates unless it was like logistics. Like, hey, mm-hmm. where are we meeting? So there was no small talk, no good morning, good night. And oh, boy. I became fascinated with this because let's talk about this for a second, guys. You know how whenever I was dating someone, it's been so long now, I get so much anxiety from those like, like, do you text first? Do they text first? What do you say? Every text has a fucking meaning in mm-hmm. the beginning of a relationship. And I feel like this girl that we're going to call in a second, it was kind of a genius for doing so this. So he she, he proposed it, though, no. right? I think he proposed it. We'll get the story from her. Yeah. I could totally be botching this, but I think that's the gist of it, just so you guys know. We're going to call her and get the whole story <laughs> yeah. from her. But what are your guys' takes on it? I mean, I think it's great. I think it's great, and I think it's totally actually normal and relatively, well, obviously it's old school, but when Lauren used to like, when when we were both single, but Lauren would text the guy that she was talking to all day long, mm-hmm. and I, I would be like, what are you talking I, about? I'd be like, I want that. <laughs> I'd be like, why isn't he texting me? Like referring to like whoever to I was talking to. Talking to yeah. And I was like. Why isn't he ever text me? Like, I want to go back and forth. But the only reason I wanted to go back and forth 
was because Lauren's guys and then like our friend Mora's guys mm-hmm. text them all day long. Right. And I'm like, does that mean they like them more? Or is it just like this stupid per- banter? Or is it a generational yeah. thing? Because I do think that like being 30 in 2018, mm-hmm. that side of the millennials, mm-hmm. the elder millennials, the elder millennials <laughs> don't text as insistently as the younger half of the millennials. That's funny because you... Yeah, you and Dana are like my friends that are like 30 and yeah. up and you don't text as much mm-hmm. as any other friend. Yep. Yeah. But what's also interesting, Ashley, is remember like, I don't know, we were sitting in your guys' old apartment. I remember recording a podcast. I remember you guys were like, you want to, you were literally saying to me, you want to get texts all day, every day. I don't really care. Remember? You yeah. had that stance before the, you were with Because truly Jared. in my heart, mm-hmm. I don't want to be texted all day. I think like this the conversations are so much more has so much more substance if you don't text all day right and i also think it's just annoying to be like, like even having to text my friends and a multiple like texting conversation mm-hmm. annoys me i literally like to use it as only like a logistical thing kind of like not as a conversation medium but i did back then want to go back and forth with a guy because i saw the other people in my life get right. have those constant texts. Yeah. So I was jealous, but also not jealous at the same time. But it's just stressful. I think in my elder years, I, I'm just so happy in just to have the one phone living call. Years. What the fuck was What's that? Say it, say it, say it now. Say it clear. She's singing a song. What song is that? You were must be an elder millennial. It is. Okay. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, Lord, and yeah. I'm so fucking it's definitely from the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, what is it? I don't know. I Tell love us. that song. Oh, you don't know. In the living um, years. I don't know, guys. I'm kind of... Uh, Lauren, what were you going to say? I was just saying, like, yeah, I... If I started a relationship now, I would implement this. Definitely. You would. Yeah, yeah, I would implement There's it. So much anxiety goes by. Yeah. But then also, you know what's tough? Is when you really like someone, you're so excited, you're daydreaming about them all day. And then you want to text them all day. You want to, like, it's like you set off, you let off, um, what is it? Endorphins. What is it? Pheromones. Endorphins, not pheromones. What is the chemical, though? It's dopamine. 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 Yeah. yeah, like dopamine hits. such a good hit of dopamine when you see their name light up on your phone. So, yeah, but you're like, yeah, yeah. The dope, it's like touchdown. The dopamine hit is higher if you don't hear from them all day long. No, it's not higher. Yes, no. it is. It's more intense when you like when you're when the name. I think Ashley's right because you normally see it. Them. Yeah. So it's probably she's saying if it's less frequent, yeah. the dopamine hits higher. Probably. Yeah. Who um, knows? We'll have to. Ask I Dr. wonder Mike. why this guy implemented it like I know. because I you he's an if upper he was, millennial <laughs> yeah elder maybe he's an, an elder millennial. maybe he's an elder millennial maybe he has anxiety maybe he's done this in past relationships and it's really worked before so it's interesting so if you've been listening to the podcast in the past couple of weeks you know that we have been working with a new sponsor called hers i love hers because every time i give people advice about how to get rid of acne because i've had you know, to deal with it for most of my life. I normally just tell them, you got to go to the dermatologist. And everything for me was basically fixed on 
prescriptions. Well, now I don't have to send people to go find a dermatologist anymore or have to go wait at the pharmacy for their prescriptions. Now I can direct them to forhers.com. That is F-O-R-H-E-R-S.com slash get it 20 for hers slash get it 20. And this is a really cool website where they are going to set you up with specialists in this department who can write you prescriptions for what they think is going to help solve your skincare products. It's so genius, guys. And it's going to save you so much time, which is what we all want, right? So you don't have to take time out of your day for yet another in-person doctor appointment or another long pharmacy line. You know, I hate those because forhers.com connects you, like Ashley said, with these licensed doctors. They'll prescribe you the stuff that's customized for you and it's delivered straight to your door. All you have to do is walk to your door, open it, and there it is. Our listeners get a trial month of the customized acne kit from hers starting at $10 right now while supplies last. See website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. So go to forhers.com slash get it 20. That's F-O-R-H-E-R-S dot com. That's F-O-R-H-E-R-S dot com slash get it 20. (laughs) (laughs) Like Lauren said, slash get it 20. All right. Should we call her? Yeah, let's give her a call. All right, guys. We have Clara on the phone. Hello. Hi. Hello. We're good. I know you're on the East Coast and it's really late over there. So I'd love for you to kind of just introduce yourself just so everyone listening knows who you are. Yeah, I am. Gosh, it's like. It's midnight here in New York, which for me is well past my bedtime, but this is an exciting reason to be up. So, um, <laughs> Thank you. yeah, I'm, uh, I'm from New York. I, um, I have worked, I worked in marketing for most of my career and have always like on the side and through managing worked with women and mentor women and coach women. And then I decided to make that more of a reality in the last year and transition to, coaching. And initially I'm actually in the process of being trained as a health coach as well. And I thought, Oh, well, I'm going to blend this sort of, you know, comprehensive approach to wellness. Uh, and that's what I'm going to coach on. And I'm going to work with women in this capacity more around body image and yeah, we even dating and relationships too. But then, um, I went through pretty major breakup in my twenties. I ended about a, it was close to seven year relationship that sort of, I feel like there's always that quintessential relationship in your twenties, um, where, uh, it either ends in marriage or it doesn't. And it, it, it wasn't the thing that, that, that worked out. And that was, it ended like, didn't end because of a big blow up or cheating or anything. It was very amicable. It was sort of like, Oh, this isn't right. Like, and I'm kind of like waking up to, to who I am and what this whole thing is. And on top of all that, I had actually never been, um, on a first date, um, Mm. at 28. Yeah. So like I, um, I actually recently wrote about that experience too, um, which we can, we can link to, but yeah, I definitely um, want to talk about that after the first story that I'd like. Yeah, 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 totally. So the short story there is essentially like, I, I was like super, I grew up in a very small town, was like super shy growing up and like, didn't really date in, in high school at all. And then, um, the guy that, you know, I met in college, like we met drunk at a bar, like most people, it's not like, Oh, hi, how are you? Would you like to go and get like dinner or coffee. And it wasn't, you know, it was just kind of how people met. Like you'd be at like a frat party or you'd be at a bar or something like that. And then you'd kind of maybe see each other the next day or you'd like casually meet up at a party, but it was always in groups. And so that 
that sort of like, oh, I'm going to swipe for you in an app or I'm going to go up to you in a coffee shop and like, let's talk to a total stranger and then have a drink or dinner or something like that. I like never done. So when I went through that breakup at 28, I was kind of like thrown into this world of like, oh, I really don't know how to date. And like New York is supposedly like, the, you know, it's like, oh, it's the worst place in the world to date. And it was like the height of the apps. And so, um, yeah, I was, I was totally, uh, I, I, I truly like didn't really know what I was doing. And, um, but I felt very like there has to be a better way. There has to be like, it just can't be quite this miserable. And I was also like, it was really important to me to, um, to develop a relationship that, um, it, it, I, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's interesting to talk about this stuff now because I feel like with, just like the, uh, you know, the feminist movement, the Me Too movement, all this kind of stuff. It's sort of like, we think, oh, well, if you wanted a relationship, you want marriage and minivans and wedding bands and this, this sort of story that we build up with like a big wedding. But really I was just looking for, uh, like a really meaningful partnership, someone that I could really, um, grow with and create something really right. incredible with. So did you anyway. find that with the guy? Cause I want to start off with the article that you wrote for yeah. the cut. Cause I thought it was so interesting and really dive deep into like, how you guys decided not to text. So can you walk us through that? Definitely. So, um, yeah, so this guy I met in yoga, um, <laughs> we had been like kind of, we had taken the same few classes for a week and, or a few, few months actually. And through a series of sort of like, I attempted to flirt with him. And then we kind of, you know, we chatted between classes and stuff like that. Um, we finally reached the point where he, um, uh, he asked me, um, to get coffee. Then we ended up getting dinner later that week. And so, yeah, it was on, it was like a couple dates in and I, um, I had, it was like a, it was a really tumultuous time in my life. So like I was, I was being pretty flaky in like the early stages of our relationship. I was like transitioning jobs. I was about to leave a job. I had like purchased this home that I was working on renovating. And I was also dating somebody else. Like I was just, you know, dating other people as, as one does. And we weren't necessarily exclusive, but I had never really like, I didn't manage all that really well. And so I was being definitely flaky on the texting. So in that article where I talk about how I, you know, uh, and this is kind of leading up to the decision to quote, like not text that article, how I talk about it leading up to, you know, just, I almost derailed the relationship via texting in the first place. Um, it was because I was just dealing with a lot of stuff in my life. Mm -hmm. And I also was like dating somebody else and I wasn't really being totally transparent about that. But the reason to not text was, um, it, yeah, it was on this third date and, and he was working on this big project. He has a book that he's working on finishing up. And he was like, I need these large swaths of time. And I had also felt more recently that prior to that, I had been very strict about setting like, uh, rules around social media and following and stuff like that, because we conflate so much. Like if you follow someone and then they like a photo or they watch their story, like I was actually just working on an article today where someone was like, this guy said he's not interested in me, but he still watches my Instagram stories. And he says, it doesn't mean anything, but what does that mean? Yeah, we did a like, podcast uh, on that. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's just like such a racket. The haunting, I, the haunting. Yeah. Yeah. And like the really, the, you know, it's like, we can go into that, but like the way in which I s stayed, like still enjoy dating and maintain my resilience was by like putting up those barriers where I was like, I'm just, I'm just not going to go down that rabbit hole. I'm not going to follow them. I'm not going to let them follow me. Like it's, I mean, my profile is public. So it's a, it's a little bit, it's, you, it's not an exact science, but, right. um, I so do you tell them on dates, like, don't follow me basically. No, I mean, I, what I didn't, 
let's see. I haven't, in, it, I've done both online and in person. I don't exactly like bring up my Instagram profile. It helps in this case that this guy who's now my boyfriend, he like has never had oh, social yeah. media. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a dream. So like, I know, I know. And, but isn't that interesting how every girlfriend is always like, they were like, oh my God, isn't that wonderful? It's like, well, why, why are we, why do we find that so refreshing, you know? So with the texting, I had already felt like, you know, I just, the hard part about dating, okay, yes, like you can get nervous about a first date, but like really the hard part is that in between where you're like, well, what are we doing next? And who's going to reach out? And is what I'm going to say too much? And I don't want to reveal too much about myself. And how do they feel about it? It's like all that angst in the in between. Mm-hmm. And so by like taking that element, that question around communication off the table, um, it, it then made it so like, okay, we're going to have this dinner. And then, yeah, when's the next time that you want to hang out? And it like, didn't mean that we like had to go on that or couldn't be in communication. I can tell you guys about some of the things that like, cause I, did find I wanted to text him in between. And then I ended up writing this like yeah. emailed him about it, which ended up making be being even more like fun and flirty and sexy. It was fun. All right, guys, this comment might be a little bit old school, but a great way to woo a guy <laughs> is with a fantastic bra. 1950s woman talking here. <laughs> yeah, actually, that was like so I know, but ancient what, advice. But what a transition. That's what you find in Cosmopolitan 1966. Yeah. I mean, hey, I was stuffing my bra with like the thin ass toilet paper in my middle school. Absolutely. It, I definitely like, I never did that. Took so many rolls out of that school. <laughs> well, you couldn't really do that with your third look bra because it's so well fitted to your natural boobies Great that transition. it just it wouldn't work and nor should you you know conform like that right just right. be so, who you are so third love lauren talk about the fit and like how you def- you found out that you weren't necessarily a b I found or, out that I'm an A and a half. Isn't and that amazing? It's really good to know because I've never put on... I'm not lying, guys. I've never put on a bra that's fit better than my third love bra. Right. It, actually, third love is the industry leader with sizes. They have 70 sizes, including the half cup sizes like Lauren mentions. And there's quality in every stitch. You can definitely feel the difference. They have premium fabrics and an expert design. You could also skip the trip to, you know, the fitting room, which is always annoying. You can find your fit in just 60 seconds with Third Love's online Fit Finder quiz. You order, you try it on at home, and if for some reason it doesn't fit you, even though there's a really, really good chance it will, more perfectly than really any other bra you've ever tried on, you can also return it very easily. Right, and to echo what Ashley was saying, 50% of women, half of women, you guys, fall in between standard cup sizes. So that is why Third Love invented half cup sizing. This is revolutionary. And also, Third Love takes its customer input seriously. So they recently launched their most requested style, the cotton t-shirt bras and cotton underwear, and it is so comfortable. Okay, so we obviously want you guys to experience this because they are the most comfortable. And Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now, they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. All you guys have to do is go to thirdlove.com slash get it now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. Again, that's thirdlove.com slash get it for 15% off today. All right, back to the podcast. I just want to go back. So then he proposed this on a third date. He said, let's not text or you proposed it. He proposed it. I know. I feel like it's interesting. I wrote the article about the experience, but he was the one who proposed the idea. So he deserves a lot. Of credit. And he did that with like a past uh, girlfriend. 
He was just not, I mean, so to give, I mean, he had like a flip phone up until a year ago. <laughs> okay. Like, oh my truly, God. Like, this is horrible. Wow. I know. And he'll be the first to say he was just like never much of a texter. He's kind of, you know, he, he'll say he's for, sort of from a different era, but like, that's just not how he likes to communicate. And I, I mean, I definitely like, I definitely text. I mean, I, you know, I love like, it's like, I was like talking, I have like a group chat with girlfriends and I was like, guys, facial recommendation need it. in like two seconds I get mm-hmm. like, to, you know, a bunch of texts. And then, you know, there are other people where it's like friends that are far away and like sending pictures and stuff like that. And all the emoji messages with my mom, like, I love that stuff, but I also hate being in my phone too much. So how and, old is your boyfriend? Because I want to know if he's from a different generation. He is um, 39. Okay. So he is, so he never grew kind up of. like through college. He didn't text. Yeah, that's true. No, but I think it's also like it's, we were just talking about this tonight too, because we were trying to figure out when uh, Facebook came out and where, where he was and where I was. And he was a few years out of college at that point, but like, it's still, I mean, it's like, it's definitely the nature of his personality. I mean, I think that I, you know, like you, you sort of react in the way where it's like, he also doesn't have social media. I mean, right, like, people it that, was like a lucky thing, basically that this guy yeah, was like, not I, mean, <laughs> I have dated older or younger and they all texted or used social media. You know, I, I mean, I had dated somebody older at one point who like went on this rampage of stalking my Instagram and then asked all these like very mm-hmm. weird questions about yeah. it. And it was like, okay, well, just because you're older doesn't mean you're not going to be, you know what I mean? No, yeah, that's but it true. seems like that older person who was stalking you kind of doesn't understand Instagram, really. Well, I will right. say this. I feel like the um because he went through college and most of his 20s without texting, he at least built that muscle to talk to women and he didn't have to like hide behind a screen. Like most guys do. Totally. Now. Yeah. Totally. Well, I think a lot of people, I mean, male and female, but yes, I mean, definitely with like dating apps and online communication like you can mm-hmm. paint a totally different picture of yourself right. via yeah yeah so walk us through like so you guys aren't texting in between dates unless it's like logistics right and how did that work out for you because you said it was like glorious and you think it's like so successful well so i really like the relieved pressure of just like i knew i mean i'm a planner i'm a scheduler i love that we already had it like planned as to when we were going to hang out next and like i also liked this person and like i was i i was excited by like whether we were like cooking dinner or going out or something like it was really fun um and i had just left this job and i was making this big career change and i had like literally my days were my own and i was just like coming out of working just nonstop. And so I was super excited about that. But the other thing too, and this was the part that didn't make, make it into the article was that, so that first week, cause people are, you know, you think like, oh, well, but it is kind of nice. You have those moments that you want to share. Mm-hmm. And so. Right. Like you miss I, them. Right. And when you're in person. Yeah, mm-hmm. Totally. And he, and look, I mean, like he was also like, if you need something call, like if you like, he was definitely from a very early stage. He was like, if you ever were in trouble or needed something and you didn't call me, like I would be so upset. So like he, I, you know, I could have, I, I could have reached out to him, but what I found happened in that first week was like, I, I started to think of all these things that I wanted to text him. Mm-hmm. And so what I did was I collected them and I kind of curated them. Like they were like, uh, what did I say? Something like I thanked him like for the flowers that he brought to my place and how it meant a lot. 
I said that it's it was so kind like of old school romance, kind of like writing. I know. I, like it. I know. Me too. And I, what? Oh, about the, the flowers. I just like it. We like it. I know. I know. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, so, and then I said something like, it's kind of hot that you're into boxing. <laughs> and then I said, and then it was like, it was, I said the thing about the flowers, which is kind of sweet. And I said the thing about boxing. Then I think I said something else, which I can't really remember. And then I said something like, do you have condoms at your place? And so. You emailed him so, all this? No, I think she just, you just compiled them. Did you tell him in real life or did you end up emailing him at the end of the week? I emailed it. So okay. I compiled them. And it's I like, you've like, got mail. It's really cute. I know. But so I, the subject of the email was like the things I would have texted. Aww. Oh my God. That's the name of your book. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Honestly, I know a I'm a idea. fucking genius. I come up with them all the time. Well, it's good timing because I'm in the middle of a book proposal Great. right now. I'll write so. the forward. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so you you send him this email. Yeah, and and he was like, oh my God, I can hear your voice in a way I never did before. Like, I can't really remember exactly, but it just built this like, I mean, and then the next time we saw each other, it was like even more just like, it built up the anticipation versus the anxiety of, and we were just like that. So it, a lot of people were like, right. So you didn't text like at all. They really want to know, like, we didn't like, like someone wants to check my phone history. And I'm like, it's not about not being in communication at all, but it was like the, the communication. What I said was like really intentional. And like it wasn't vulnerable. small talk. It was, there wasn't any good morning, good night texts. No, but it also made it more meaningful because we weren't being like hit with that all right all week um and so uh yeah it uh yeah it made it really fun we got you the greatest christmas gifts you could possibly give especially a family member it's 23 and me and damn do we have a deal for you now through december 25th the 23 and me kits are on sale yeah yeah you can find out who you really are (laughs) the dna kit is perfect for anyone that you love there's never been honestly a better gift that you can send to multiple people like that's not super personalized <laughs> um because I think this is a great it's genetic discovery yeah yeah genetic discovery and you can you're not only giving a gift basically to your family you're giving a gift to yourself <laughs> because you're going to figure out like the backgrounds of your parents your siblings your aunts your grandparents everybody else and it's not just about like your heritage it also can explain weird traits you have like if you don't like cilantro a lot of that that you know some of you out there probably taste yeah i something have the gene it soapy. came up on mine yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so if you think that cilantro tastes soapy that's a genetic thing and the 23 me wait guys let's talk about our results though well what else did you learn as about you you don't like cilantro which you kind of already knew yeah, but i have that gene i also learned that my family is mainly from like mediterranean middle eastern descent which was interesting so a lot from Spain, the island of Malta, and then obviously Dominican Republic came up. So it was really, really cool and interesting. And I'm a, I'm like 2% Ashkenazi Jew. So I think I can tell Jewish guys that now. There that I want to marry that I'm 2% Jew so they can marry me. There there you go. Go. Well, I found out I'm only 14% Italian and uh, 27% Ashkenazi Jew. Uh, oh, so lucky. So, guys, uh, this is actually really, really interesting. You can figure out if you have a tendency to get more mosquito bites than other people. Oh my people. god! Well, that's oh, fucking the, mos- me. the, the mosquito blood. bite frequency, Lauren. You got to sign in and see what you got yeah, on that because right Lauren is very prone to bug bites. 
Now through December 25th, get 30% off any 23andMe kit. Order your DNA kit at 23andMe.com slash get it. That's the number 23andMe.com slash get it. Back to the podcast. So, okay, so this worked out for you, obviously, because now he's your boyfriend. How long have you been yes. together? Mm-hmm. Well, that was March, and it's been ever since then. So, Do you guys um, text now that you're together? Um, well... <laughs> yeah, I know. People ask, people ask that question too. Is so, that a dumb um, question? No, that's a great no, question. No, no, no. No, we, um, no, we definitely, we only do, we live together. So that, um, that makes a difference. But, uh, we will, we don't make up like when we have our days. So we kind of like, you know, he may leave early in the morning for work and I work mm-hmm. from home and we won't necessarily be in touch a lot. But I tend to, I'll either call more than I text. Or, um, we have certain like on, on Tuesdays, sometimes I'll send like, I don't know, I don't know. We created this tradition of like sending like a fun photo or something like that. Which wow. So you guys like, are like really communicative with like rules and stuff. This sounds like very, I want to open this up though. Cause Ashley is engaged and Lauren has a boyfriend. How often do you guys talk to your fiance and boyfriend during the day? Um, well, because we live together. Wait, what'd you say? Ash? Well, because we live together, it's always... <laughs> but you're always texting though, even though, like, um, let's say you're not here. If you're separate from Jared I mean, for the day, it just depends on what I need to tell him. Like, if it's if I have to ask him a question, you call. I think I call because I want their yeah. answer immediately. Yeah. And then if it's just like something that's not urgent, then I then I text. I will. We FaceTime all the time, and we you just sit on weird, the phone, though. and we don't say anything. <laughs> it drives me Why nuts. Is that weird? Being a participant in it <laughs> drives me nuts. Like before, we were having dinner. So there's the three of us having dinner, which I really do love. That like one time a week, where I we like do it that. too. But we and were then, yeah, that was cute. You guys had dinner. Yeah, and then she like has him on the phone while we're watching a YouTube video, like as the table, and he's just like sitting there, and he doesn't know what's going on, but he's just like. <laughs> present in a different spot and like (laughs) i don't know he's digitally present but like doesn't feel there i just like looking at his face yeah he probably just wants to be like a part of the conversation then right how often do you guys facetime for you guys i mean maybe that works but if like that you know what i mean like if that like if you guys like that enjoy that like yeah i think i would like cute texts more than a facetime though but he does FaceTime you a lot. And yeah. Then goes, and then it's just like, hi. Then, okay. Well, I'm going to go on. Then he texts literally. Or no? Yeah. He texts, but like not like cute things, really. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just complaining here. Okay. Because it's just, it's something that's always mind boggled me. But he will FaceTime, say hi. I don't have anything else to say. And then 45 minutes later, be like, hey. He'll face him again. Can I just say one other thing? Yeah, um, but see, to me, I think it's sweet. I don't want to cut you off. Go no, what you're fine. saying, and then I'll. Say no, this. I was dating a guy. He was he's my big number two, and <laughs> we have bigs, Mister Big. Like you Mr. know, um, oh yes, 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 got yes. It, got it. He's my Mister mm-hmm. Big number two, and um, he had a flip phone when I met him, and <laughs> this was in like 2009. The blonde big? No. Oh, the the long haired big. Yes. Um, 
Yeah. So, anyways, he had a he had a flip phone, and I, he was so mysterious to me, and I loved him for that. And he didn't have any social media or mm-hmm. anything, and he was so it's mysterious. So hot when they don't. Have and social I texted media. him. I go, well, see, what's that about? Isn't I don't, that like- I don't know. He was like a huge mystery, and I didn't know what kind of girls he liked because I didn't know what Instagrams he was liking and all this right. stuff. And it was amazing. But then, like a couple years later, he got an iPhone, and his whole personality changed, and now it's really sad. Mm. He's just like so shallow now. But maybe he was always that person you just didn't know because he was like mysterious, right? Yeah, yeah that's true. Mm, I don't know, maybe. But going back to what you were saying, Lauren, see, I think if a guy, well, it's probably because I'm single and alone, but if a guy FaceTime me saying hi and then FaceTime me again saying hi now <laughs> later, I feel like that's sweet. But I guess if you're in it permanently, is that to you, do you think maybe you would talk, you'd rather talk less frequently and make, and let it be more meaningful. I'm so sorry, everyone. I can't talk to you. No, no, okay. no. I totally, I totally know where you're coming from, Naz, because as an outsider, I feel like, oh, that's annoying, but it's also cute. Like, it's nice that he wants to look at you and, like, connect with you that often. But I think it may be more meaningful if he didn't. Okay. How do you feel? I feel, yeah, I feel, feel? I, I'd be happy either way as long as I knew he liked me. um okay wow so this so what advice do you have for people listening that maybe want to implement this with someone new that they're dating but they're scared yeah how do you tell someone like i want to not text exactly Mm. well so i think the first thing is like how do you like how do you like to communicate like i am someone that i don't like to text that much and i don't really like to like you know interact if it's someone I'm just getting to know a ton on on social media like that just feels really private for me so I think it's I mean it's interesting because he's a very direct person I'm a very direct person so this was like a conversation that was very comfortable for us to have I wouldn't necessarily like because I think people um like think that you have to be on the first date like don't text me i'm not gonna mm-hmm. respond like yeah. that might feel a little bit <laughs> don't that do that feel, on your first date yeah i mean that may be a little bit alienating i mean i think part of it is kind of just like look if someone is messaging you a lot and you just want some space whether you're just dating them or it's like in a relationship it's a matter of just being like hey like i totally get this comes from a good place but i'm just kind of somebody that like I, I, I kind of, I don't like to be on my phone all day or like, it's like really distracting for me when I'm working. Mm-hmm. And I just, I kind of work in this way. Like I prefer to, you know, check in at the end of the day, or I prefer to just like talk on the phone or I prefer to like see you in person. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be some like hard and fast rule. I think the reason people found that article, like they were so attracted to it is because I think we're just really exhausted by that. Even if we don't realize right. it. It's funny because I was reading it and I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was like, from someone that like gets a lot of anxiety when I like, like someone and the texting and I'm just really busy in general. The first thing I thought of when I read your article was, was I literally said to myself, oh my God, this is how you keep the love alive. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I feel like sometimes we inherently sabotage or kill things like that are perfectly fine. Like how many times have I like had a crush on someone and I'm like, they haven't texted me yet. It's two o'clock. And it's like, if you, if I would have just communicated in the first place and said, I'm really busy, I'd love to like talk on the phone at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Like that would work so well for someone like me. Yes. And you could like keep your head in the game at work. Never worry about it. I'd slay at work. I mean, it's so sad to say, but it's true. Yep. But that's where the this most stressful part of dating comes from. It's that in between, not even stressful. It's just like that part where you're just like, ugh, is that in between angst where it, like it just eats at us? Yeah, 
I would say that like the third date is probably a good time to have that conversation because that's when you know if it's going to be a relationship that's going to move forward mm-hmm. or whether yeah. you're probably that's just going to cut it off or if it's something that you both want. Yeah, you both want to move forward. Yeah, I mean, it would be weird. Like the, we, you know, it's like our first date was like dinner and just like we'd never sat down and had a meal together. And I think our second date was um, he came over for dinner and maybe it was like the third no it was the third I, I i don't know but yeah i mean it's not like you just like come out of the gate like guns blazing like i don't text. it's like well that's actually not true like <laughs> mm-hmm. you know it's it's just i think the thing that happens is that it's the mystery right so like the key to us not texting was also that we were very clear that we liked one another mm-hmm. and um that we wanted to see one another again and there was no question about that right. so and that's the- really important yeah. Yeah. Because then it's like, so that what you're saying, if you have like a crush on a guy and you're like, you're not sure about his feelings or vice versa, like we never talk about the guy in this way, but it's true for them too. Um, then it's like, if you've, you have that date and you're like, well, we didn't really make a plan for the next time. And it can, yeah, it can be totally scary to ask for that, but it's like, if that's what you're feeling, just go with then it. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Just, or, and, and that may be part of just being like, Hey, you know, like I had a really great time. I'd really love to see you again. I kind of have a busy week coming up. It's just really difficult for me to plan. Like, right. would you, you know, maybe we could figure out some time for whatever next, whatever. And like, then if I, if he thinks you're too forward or thinks you're too this, it's like, okay, well, like that, you have to be yourself. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Next, we literally had a, our last podcast was Death to the Cool Girl. Because we just think it's so much cooler to be, like, vulnerable and honest instead of, like, playing coy. It's the only way. Yeah. It's the only way. I remember I was on Jack and I's, like, fifth date or something. And I was so anxious about my last boyfriend. I was in, like, the whole, he liked this Instagram, blah, blah, blah. I'm waiting for him to call me. And so I said, and I just, like, started crying. It was like, this is, this is so unattractive. I was like, but I'm so anxious about when you text me. I just need to know, like, if this is going to be something or not. And then he was like, it, it is, please don't worry. Aww. And then I was like, okay, I'm still going to be a little anxious, but I, I need yeah. to say that because I was like, if I can't cry mm. in front of you or say this, then like, obviously this is a waste of time. Yeah. Aww, that's sweet. But really quick, guys, if your skin is more like mine and you don't really need like the strong prescription stuff to put on it, I really want to encourage you guys to try BioClarity. You guys have heard about this amazing product everywhere and it's for a reason. It's because everyone believes in it and loves it. Like I do, I use the Essentials Routine. It's for normal to dry skin. And I want to tell you guys a little bit about it because I'm obsessed. So there's three easy steps. You cleanse, restore, and hydrate. And these products contain hydrating plant extracts like chamomile, green tea, cucumber, licorice root, olive, and Shea Plus Floralux from Chlorophyll. All the great stuff that you want to be putting on your skin. It's hydrating, but it's lightweight, so it's not super thick. And it's great for all, it's great all year round. What I also love about the Essentials Routine is that it, it helps minimize redness, reduce your pore size, and even out your skin tone. Because I know I have like a lot of red spots around my nose. I feel like a lot of people do. And it's actually been helping minimize that, which I love. I don't have to put as much like concealer and foundation in those areas around my nose. So definitely give the essentials routine a try if you have normal to dry skin like mine. Floralux is BioClary's unique ingredient. And the Floralux has antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties that feed your skin from the outside. And it's like a green juice for your face, detox and rebalance with BioClarity. So get started on healthier habits with your skincare. Just go to bioclarity.com and our listeners will get their first month for 58% off a routine 
plus free shipping. And it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. But you need to enter our code, get it. Don't forget to enter the code. It's get it. That's Wait, bio- say it in a Mark Wahlberg voice, Lauren. Don't forget to enter the code, get it. Okay. Okay, guys. And to get it. That's bioclarity.com. Enter my code, get it. Okay. Okay, bye. That was amazing. Also, guys, bioclarity is delivered straight to you and it's easy to use. Um, and I just want to let you guys know it's 100% vegan plus gluten and cruelty free. I think another component though, which I think would be hard for me is I think it would be great if I met a guy and not followed him on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I that think would that would be helpful. Yeah. Would I actually be able to do it if I really like someone and I was daydreaming about them and laying in bed? <laughs> I don't know if I, someone who does have willpower, would have enough willpower to not look at their page. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. All you want to do is just look at their picture. I know. Yeah. Like, I just kind of want to stare at you and show you off right. my friends. But then that goes, like, this exactly. is the guy that I'm seeing. Exactly. But then that's like, oh, who the fuck is this bitch that liked this picture? Mm-hmm. Like, who's this girl mm-hmm. in the comments? So it's a it's a whole fucking thing, you know. It's really hard because I. How yeah, did you I not mean, do that? Like, ugh. how did you have that willpower? Well, but I kind of didn't in a sense. I mean, I was really fortunate that like the man has like no. Oh yeah, tree. So I definitely googled. <laughs> I was I was even like I googled. There aren't enough photos of you. Why, why do you need photos? I was like, well, what am I gonna look at on the in between? That no. is that weird that it sketches me out if I like a guy and I Google image him and there's like one pic. I'm like, what's happening he here? Doesn't exist. Yeah. I don't, so I don't funny. know. I mean, I think you have to, yeah, it, that rabbit hole of like looking at their Instagram and then seeing what girls are commenting. And then just like the stories we create is, um, I don't know. I almost think you have to let it get to a point where it's like so painful and then you just motivate you to not do it again. Right. Well, when you saw him at yoga for the very first time, did you fall in yes. love with him? Uh, no, I, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't really, I've, I don't really know about love at first sight. I don't know <laughs> if that's something I've experienced, but, uh, no, I attempted to flirt with him and it fell like totally flat. Um, oh, really? yeah, I, um, he's from Maine and, uh, my family grew up going to Maine or I grew up going to Maine with my family. It's just like very significant. I spent a lot of time there. It just like means a lot. And so he was it's talking- like a Nancy Meyer movie. <laughs> He was talking about the I don't know something they, they were having a conversation about Maine. Sorry, two some, people doing yoga else. from Maine. Yeah. That's such a fucking Nancy Meyer yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's my dream. Um, anyway, so I, yeah, I tried to like get in on the conversation. I was like, oh my gosh, I love Maine so much, and he was so it was like crickets. Oh my god, he's like, like yeah, it's great. He just period. sounds really shy. <laughs> he just didn't. He didn't. No, he was like. Uh, I think, you know, he, no, he wasn't interested. Wasn't interested at the time. Oh, man. Oh, really? So, he yeah. wasn't interested well, he at was, the time? So then how did he was, it evolve? He, he was dating somebody else and he also just mm. wasn't looking to, he was like, had a lot going on in his life. No, yeah. Guys <laughs> love that line. And a lot going on. <laughs> so. <laughs> if I hear one more guy say I have a lot going on. I'm really concentrating on work right now. But yeah. no, he's a, he's a, well, I just have to give because he was no he was I mean it was we look back it was funny like he's like yeah no I really didn't I knew what you were doing and I did not I did not pick up on that That's so funny. I love so that Lauren the, sorry go ahead no no what were you gonna say I was gonna say I love that Lauren asked you that because I wanted to move on to your second amazing article that you wrote for the stripe.com oh. which is basically how to fucking meet people in person these days and I know a part of your writing in that article 
is basically how you walked up to this guy that you thought was cute in yoga, who's now your boyfriend, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I had started, um, it was kind of like, I don't know, a few years ago. So it was like when I first started dating, I was like, okay, I guess like you do apps and that's what, you know, I did that for a while. And then I would like, you know, maybe connect with people that I knew in the past or like friends of friends. But yeah, the meeting people in person was something that I was like, I feel like I can make this happen. Like it was like more important to me to just like make it happen than it was to actually meet someone through it because it felt oh. like so, because I just feel like everyone thought, I mean, people I told, I've met people like all over New York in person. And when you, t- I don't know, I found when I told people I met someone like on the subway or at a coffee shop, their jaw would like hit the floor. And, um, but it was just a matter of like being like, well, I might make a fool of myself, but I don't really care. And, um, sorry, but I didn't really answer your question. Do you want me to go back to the story? Well, I think Ashley actually had a question. Oh, I was just wondering. So you went from like basically never having gone on a first date until the age of 28, which I think is completely normal, especially in today's age, Mm -hmm. especially coming out of a long-term relationship that started in college. Um, but how did you get used to just going on first dates? How'd you get yourself to just get off the couch and go out there? That's a great question. Well, I, um, yeah, I, I definitely in throughout my entire, like in those, all those years I was dating, like I only dated when I wanted to date, which is kind of like, you're like, well, duh. Right. No, but that, that's totally a thing. Cause I go through months where I'm like, I'm not dating this month. Yeah. So it's just like, I was really like a lot of people, especially the women that I work with are like, well, if I'm not swiping, if I'm not doing something, then I'll like never meet them. But if you think about like, I kind of think about it, like if you're at the gym and on the elliptical and you're just like pedaling, but not breaking a sweat and maybe you're flipping through a magazine, like you may as well not be working out, but you're not really like, you're getting anything out of it. And I kind of, I love that, that analogy. Yeah. I equate that to just when you're just like swiping, but you're not really in it. Mm. And, um, any, or however, whether uh, apps are easy to talk about, but it could be, I I don't know, maybe you're like going to a bar and just like talking to guys that you're like, I would literally never talk to this person ever, but maybe you're just being mindless about it. So I only really dated when I was like, yeah, like I, I can put myself out there and I'm curious. And like, I, um, it doesn't mean that I, you know, didn't get my feelings hurt and didn't get treated like shit and all these other things, but I was pretty strong every time I was out there. So I guess in terms of like the, I don't know, the first dates, I didn't really get like thrown by that in the sense of like, I was like, this is just another human being. Like how bad could Mm -hmm. this be? Mm -hmm. I always try, when I'm really nervous about something, I'm just like, just remember this is a human being. Like they're not going to, well, they could kill you, but they're not going (laughs) to kill you. Like if you're like an interview or something and I'm nervous about an interview, like they're just a human, you know? It's so true. Yes, my fiance does not drink water and he's constantly, <laughs> he's not constantly complaining that he doesn't feel good, but he truly is like, I feel like I need electrolytes. So I was like, well, we have a lot of liquid IV in the pantry. So for the past month, he's been drinking so much liquid IV. He loves the taste. I love the taste too. Mm-hmm. And so good. he just like puts it in the little liquid IV bottle that we got and mixes yeah. it up and he hasn't been complaining about feeling dehydrated because liquid iv is like the coolest thing because it provides the same hydration as drinking two to three bottles of water it's insane yeah it delivers hydration to the bloodstream faster and more efficiently than water alone and so basically it's like better than him drinking water yeah and on <laughs> top of that it contains five essential vitamins including more vitamin c 
than an orange, you guys. Yeah, that's nuts. And I have to say that um, it's different than other sports drinks because it does. it's not loaded with sugar. It's, like, not bad for you. It's good for you. Exactly. Like, this drink is actually safe for pregnant women, nursing yes, women. I know what I'll be drinking. I, like, literally think I'm getting pregnant next week. But, like... <gasps> I'll- no, oh, you know I act God, as if Ashley. I act as if I am so excited, but it's like no, that's a year and some months away. But I'm getting so scared already. Don't get scared. That's exciting. And also, if you are a mom and you are listening, what you'll love about Liquid IV is that it's safe for children to consume. So you know how you want to keep your kids hydrated, but you don't want to give them like really sugary drinks. Yeah. This is the drink for you. I love Liquid IV, and I know you will too. Right now, our listeners get 20% off at liquidiv.com when you use our code GETIT at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order on Liquid IV's website. Go to liquid-iv.com and enter our promo code GETIT to get your savings and start getting better hydration. That's liquid-iv.com, promo code GETIT. Don't wait. Get hydrated today. Can you, just because um, we're going to have to like wrap up soon and I want to sure. make sure everyone listening gets all your tips and advice. Can you kind of go through the tips that you had um, in your article that are the best way to meet people in person in this day and age? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. So I think that it's just what we were just talking about is like, I think we've kind of lost, like I've forgotten, like we're so used to communicating with people in our phones that like, people talk to people. So one of the things that I mentioned in that article was like, when I, um, order my coffee, like I make a point to really like ask the barista, like how, how they are and like say hello and just acknowledge their like human existence. And that Mm. was kind of, that was kind of my gateway to talking to people in person. I was like, okay, I'm just going to start to kind of interact with strangers and not in a creepy way, but maybe (laughs) No, but it's so crazy that we think it's creepy. Like no one talks to each other anymore. I'm always in the elevator with people. No one says hello. No one says good morning anymore. It's like when someone asks you how you are, you're almost like, oh my God, a human, like at the supermarket. And I'm like, when did we lose this sense of community? Like... Yeah. Yeah. So it's super like when the reason why meeting people in person feels so daunting is because we really, we, we don't do that that much anymore. And so like the, the steps are actually like pretty simple. It's more so just getting more used to having that conversation and then taking it to a level of like someone like seeing someone that you like and, and then actually, um, like engaging with them in some way. So the things that I sort of said outlined in the article were like, first, just like start to like, and this is not to sound so like Pollyanna about it, but like acknowledge the world around you. Like, like say hi to the barista and actually mean it. Like maybe connect with that coworker that you don't ever really talk to. Like you don't have to like have a deep conversation, but just like thank them or compliment them or, or whatever it is. Just be like a little more present and like not staring at your phone all the time. Truly. Like when you're walking down the street, just like be a little more like present as to what's happening around you. And then the next thing is really like, just because a lot of women will say like, well, there's just like no one, there are no men just, and all the men, like there's this whole story about like how there are no men and all the men suck and all these things. So it's like, (laughs) okay, well, if you think that, yeah, like they will all suck. I promise Mm -hmm. you, like you will make that. So, or if you say there are none, so it's like, just get a little curious. Like I just started, I would be like in the subway or, um, walking to work or out in, I don't know, wherever I was in Manhattan or Brooklyn and just be like, Oh, like I see that person over there. And like, I'm kind of curious about them. Like I'm, I think they're kind of cute. And like, I didn't, I mean, sometimes I would be like, wedding ring. Like, um, but I didn't really make it like that step was just to start to see 
let the world is like, okay, there are people out there that I'm curious about. Get curious is step two. Okay. Yeah. It's just like, just like, you know, and like, I mean, I think this happens too. Like if we think, think about it, like from women, like maybe you see like a a girl in an outfit and you're like, wow, like, I just love Mm -hmm. that. Like her vibe. Like I'm just really into her. Like she seems awesome. The same thing happens in a romantic sense too. So like, yeah, just start to, I don't know, let yourself have some fun with it. Like, I think at one point when I was just in the early stages, like I smiled at some guy on the subway and I smiled back, he smiled back. And I was like, oh my God. And I like turned turned around, but I was like, oh, okay. People kind of notice. And so then the next thing is just like, it comes back to that point of like, one of you, I can't remember if it was Lauren or Ashley saying like, that when you go into a meeting, like it's just another Mm -hmm. human being. So when I really got to the point where I, I actually, it was the first time I did it. I like, asked a guy in a coffee shop what he was reading. I was like, you do not That's bold. Have, I, you know, it was like pushing myself. I was like, I just have to do this. It doesn't matter what happens. Like truly, I was just like, it doesn't matter what happens. I just have to do this one because I think like it's like ripping off a Band-Aid. Um, and yeah, go ahead. For me, like I used to when I was single, almost dread seeing a hot guy out there because I'd be like, well, I'm single. I'd like to find someone, but I know if I see a a guy who I'm attracted to, which is so rare, I'm just going to be too nervous to talk to him. And then I'm going to feel regretful. Like there was that one time at the sandwich place. (laughs) I mean, not anymore. Obviously no. But (laughs) but then I also think about times where I could have seen Jared. Like I always hypothetically joke about if I were to see Jared, like on a plane and he was just sitting there and like you would you wouldn't say anything what would i you always hypothetically think about always yes (laughs) whenever i see him on a plane i'm like you're so hot and i'm like but if i were on a plane with you and we both didn't know we would be i'd be so nervous i'd want to say something the entire time i'd be like lauren what do i do what do i do and then i would end up not doing anything Mm -hmm. i think my issue is the one time i really did was with you remember when we were visiting jared at um what's that bar called yeah, the hut. Oh my goodness! Belmont. Yeah, the Belmont. the Belmont. Remember, I was yeah. like, I went up to a guy, Clara, and I was like, "You are." What did you I say? You told me what to you, say. Did you say you're you one of the most striking? Yeah, yeah I the said most striking oh, wow. humans. I've I ever know. Seen. I was so terrified, but then I didn't give him a chance to respond. I just you was did. like, "Bye." And then I- <laughs> yeah, but then he said, "Are you leaving right now?" And I said yes, and I left. I know, but I you felt shouldn't have. I didn't feel confident. This is why I have to leave the house with makeup on. But I did not feel confident. And anyways, what? Because we have to wrap it up soon. A because our SD cards are running out. Yeah. <laughs> so I want you to give us the rest of the tips, and then maybe tell us like what's a good one-liner opening line to like say to a hot guy. Oh gosh. Okay. So, well, kind of where you guys are going with just like all these stories of like, well, I did this and I tried and I was a little scared. Like just keep, those are like, just keep trying. Like it's totally, I totally had all these times before the first time where I really like pushed myself off the diving board where I like kind of dipped a toe in. So like, I think like give yourself credit for all those things along the way. And then just remember there is no flashing sign over your head. That's like, I have a huge crush on you <laughs> or I think you're super hot. Um, just like you're a human being. And so to keep, you know, like pushing yourself and, and then if you're like, I cannot do this. Okay, great. But like, um, just that it's, it's like, it's a practice like anything. And I think, gosh, when it comes to a one liner, I mean, just work with the environment around you. So like, it was easy with that guy because I was just, he was reading something and I could ask what he was reading. Um, if it's someone that like, I don't know, orders their coffee in a certain way or, um, is like, 
uh, at a certain, like, you might, like, you could, like, ask them for directions or something like that. That seems a little bit fake. But, like, I tend to not go that path of something being fake. I just try to, like, just compliment, compliment someone. Yeah, I was going to say, I just yeah. think, like, like this, I don't care what it is, but I'm going to say that. Yeah. Lauren always will... says that compliments always open somebody up. It's the best way no to flirt with a guy. No one's ever hated a compliment. Yeah. So. I will tell one story, which I think will be helpful and can be like, but basically one time I was at a restaurant and there was a guy in line for the bathroom and I had already been to this restaurant, but the line was kind of long and it was like a big restaurant, but there was only one bathroom. And so I knew there was only one bathroom, but I just, I said, I could tell he was frustrated. And so I was like, is there only one bathroom here? No. And he was like, he, yeah, isn't that insane? And I was like, yeah, gosh, it's really weird. <laughs> That's and, so great. And then I ended up writing him a note and I gave it to the waiter to give to him that was like, hey, like I met you in line for the bathroom. This is super weird and you probably have a girlfriend, but I think you're cute. And if you ever want to get a drink sometime, here's my number. So like, but this is I, crazy. Did you, ever get, <laughs> did you ever get a drink? I did. We went on two dates. Yeah. Um, Amazing. But, but I think that, so it's like, I say that example of like, I already knew there was one bathroom to like, you can, you know, you can work with some of that a little bit. And it doesn't have to be totally like, gosh, I love your hair. Like that can feel weird. Like, right. Mm-hmm. So I would say to just like, yeah, work with your environment. Last thing, what do you sure. have to say to people? And I think I'm included in this category that sometimes are just in the mind, women that are in the mindset of like, well, I want the guy to come to me and oh, I want yeah. him to notice me. Like, how do sure. we break out of that mindset? Should we? How do we? I think it's getting, so it's first like getting deeper around like, well, why do you feel that way? You know? And it's sort of like, is it because like, we're sort of caught up in this, like, um, like what courtship should be or what dating should be or, or all these sort of like shoulds and, and how we want it to be. But I think the bigger question is like, what is like, what are you seeking? Like, are you seeking a hookup? Are you seeking like a long-term partnership? Are you seeking someone to like, and I think that once you clarify like most of the women that I, that I work with, it's like, they're very driven in their careers. They're very driven in every other aspect of their life. And they approach everything from a very like methodical and like, well, I'm going to attack this and then this and then this. And it's like, well, if you're really going after something really significant here, then like you taking part in that and not just sort of sitting back and waiting for them to come to you is, is a part of that. And I think that I, I, there's, there's nothing wrong with, you know, wanting, um, wanting to feel like the action is reciprocated, but it's like, mm, that if you're just sort of skirting vulnerability, like there's no way to date successfully or develop a meaning relation, meaningful relationship without being vulnerable. Wow. So yeah. Well, yeah. this was so eye opening. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, Where so can everyone find you? You know, the best place to find me where it also linked to my website and then any other things that I have coming up for 2019 is Instagram. That's where like, as like, just don't, you know, you can stop, you can stop me. I'm just kidding. Okay. I was, as we're like, no, as we're like talking about like, don't use social media. So always, funny. And I'm like, and follow me. So, um, it's just my first name, Clara, C-L-A-R-A. And then my middle name, which is Persis, P-E-R-S-I-S. So at Clara Persis. And, um, yeah, I'm a dating coach. And so right now I see clients one-on-one, but I'm working on launching online programs in 2019. Um, and I'm specifically working on launching an event series called girl. I feel you where it's essentially like, it's like a group group coaching opportunity for women to just like come and like vent these frustrations and just have more of a uh, community around that. And so I'm hoping to bring it to the West coast, but it'll definitely Amazing. be in a bunch of places in New York. 
Yeah, okay, cool. we have to let that's us really know. Cool. We'll keep in touch. You're the best. Get some sleep. Thanks, Thank guys. you so much for coming on. Especially so late. It's 1 a.m. Yeah. No <laughs> You're problem. special. Girl, I night, feel you. Such a New Yorker. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. Bye, Clara. Bye. Bye. All right. So those were great tips, but I just feel like I could never have been brave enough to ever walk up to anyone. I think you would have, Ashley, 100%. Because you pushed me to say... I know. I remember that time. I would have been too scared. hot at the Belmont. If Jared and I didn't have, like, the opportunity to just spend so much time together in, like, natural, friendly environments, yeah. I would have never... I don't yeah. know how it would have happened. It is actually no. But never mind. I've him, done it you before. You went up to him. No, but I've done it before. I think you're a brave warrior of love. I think you would do it for love. I guess, but it'd just be really nerve wracking if I just saw a guy at a restaurant. That's what I don't know how I'd be able to. Like if you saw Jared, like you were saying, on a plane, you would never. <sighs> I've always just been like introduced to the hot guys. Mm-hmm. Somehow I've been lucky enough to like mm-hmm. have a way in. Right. I've never had to make the bold grand gesture of just walking up and saying yeah but what's the worst thing that could happen i know well you know me i would have been like oh you would have like looked to the ground and just shaking your head that's how but in ash's offense i feel like i'm pretty outgoing and like i get really nervous too if a guy's cute i like don't like making eye contact i like look at them but then i kind of look away and I need your guys' advice. So one time I got sushi with my friend Sabrina and I thought this guy was hot like two tables over, but it looked like he was eating with his dad. And I regret not like writing something on a napkin and giving it to the waiter. But then I'm like, how does it work? Do you give it to the waiter and then leave? Right. But then, but that then he's like, what been, if he didn't see you? I don't know. You? That's yeah. what Clara was saying she did. But I feel like giving it to the waiter to give him is like a little bit even more awkward than just going up to it. Really? I find that cute. I find it very cute too, but it's also like, oh, you couldn't just come up and say something. But the thing is, people are eating, so you don't want to like interrupt them. I think it's cute if a waiter does that, but... I think giving in a drink, her, I like, I'd like to give that table a drink. A drink. Yeah. That's, that's bold and But what if generous? they're sober? Then they get a ginger ale or Coke or water. Yeah. <laughs> I just more delicious. But than what wine. would I have done in that situation? Like, do you do you guys think I should have given my number to a waiter? But then it's like, if I left because I was leaving, he would have never seen what I looked yeah. like. So then, I like what Lauren is really good at doing, or what she really well, was. Lauren good at goes doing. up to a guy and she's like, "You were so fuckable in those <laughs> jeans." Well, you did that one time. Say you made the hoo hoo pocket in yeah. my panties. No, I say you're full. the reason why there's that extra lining in underwear. I mean, right. that is that is such a how good many line. drinks deep were you? I was like one, but this guy really? was so attractive. I wasn't gonna let him go. Yeah. and then I discovered job, that Lauren. he was dating. Lily Rose Depp? No! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who is now dating the love of our lives, Timothy Chalamet. Yes. They're uh, a great couple. They're a great they couple. They are. I hope they last. Or they're still dating. He's so fucking hot. Ashley, we haven't talked about this. Mm. I think Timothy is the new Leo. I don't know who Timothy is. Ashley. He, Timothy Chalamet. Yes, you do. You guys, I don't know any modern things. You should learn them. Timothy, you should learn them, Ashley. What? He's in, Timothy what? <laughs> he's in, what is it called? Beautiful Boy? Yeah. 
Timothy Chalamet. He was in Call Me By Your Name. Call Me By Your Name. And Beautiful Boy. Okay. He's breaking down the barriers of toxic masculinity guys, while having an androgynous face. This guy face. is not the modern Leo. Yes, he I know is. who he, no. I think Cole Sprouse is. No. You guys, are you freaking joking guys, with all of these examples? Can I just say there something out loud, be. Ashley? In the sense of like his acting abilities, yeah. the movies he's in, the fact that he's so young. You don't understand when he's like in a building, like in New York doing an interview, whether it's Today Show, the crowds outside, like paparazzi has said they haven't seen anything like this since Leonardo DiCaprio. If I was 16, a hundred percent, I would have, my head would have flown off by now. Flown. And you know that that's not even like my type necessarily. He is stunning. And I've just watched a lot of his interviews and he's funny and he loves his mom. I'm all about it. Well, he certainly looks like one of your bigs, Lauren. Yes, he does most <laughs> indubitably. I mean, see, when I see them, I yeah. see Lauren's big. Well, I did too. Who but- I think may have a more symmetrical face. And what's up with him and Emma Stone and everything? They're in a movie together. No, they were... Well, she interviewed him on Actors on Actors. Oh. Which is a series you guys should watch. It was pretty just good. just like pretty good you're big. That's yeah. wacky. He is the new Leo. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. I actually don't like him anymore. <laughs> Totally fine. All right. But... Well, moving on. Okay. Today was very informative. I'm going to walk up to more guys. I, in fact, I'm going to promise you guys that I'm going to do it before the end of the year. Oh, well, I don't know. That's like three weeks. This is, And this I'll is... talk about it on the podcast, but I really need to do it. This Isn't is what... he supposed to be Lori in... He's supposed to be Lori <laughs> in oh, Little he Women. he's supposed to be Lori. Which yeah. makes so much sense because he looks like Christian Bale. He's so hot. Okay, wait, okay, I want to go back to the original <laughs> conversation. I can't wait for um, Little Women. Nass. I know someone working on it. Do you um, remember how on this podcast, I believe I've mentioned before, I got a business card once from a guy who said, lunch is on me. Um, like, here's my name and number. He goes, you've won the most beautiful girl in the room award. Wait, here's he my said number. that to you and then his business no, card said that? No, he gave the or? business card said, congratulations, you won the most beautiful girl in the room. Oh my God, he had business cards that said that? Yeah, and for some reason it was charming. That was typed, Ashley, like pre-ordered? He went to vistaprint.com. He definitely went to, I don't know why. That that means he has a lot of them. Yeah. It was on a cruise at this happened. I don't know. <laughs> That's even worse. He got them printed specifically to fuck bitches on a okay. cruise. Okay, this. Okay, you're right. Now that you start saying it like that, it makes me feel all weird. All right, we got a lot of volumes over here. Let's Sorry, just guys. say I'm that I do think right if you're a shy person, or I'm not really shy, but I am with men. If I had to go back in time, I would probably utilize the note more. I'd probably be like. Um, Hi, um, I think you're really cute. Hand the note and then you walk away. Right. And you I, at least say one thing and he sees your face. Right. And I think what Clara was, what she wrote in her note, I thought was good. You probably have a girlfriend. Yeah, that's just, cute. That's, that's just nice. in case it could be married. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was some good advice. <laughs> you did that with Milo. <laughs> I know. I'm so sad. <laughs> also, guys, see? I just saw Second Act and he's just so stunning. He is. Oh, I need to meet Milo again to see if he remembers me. I think he would. As I, I really know. do think he would. I know. Oh, is he dating someone now? I can't like find them on the internet. He would never be I don't faithful. Think so. He has so many is people. He would. No, he's he a would. He's yes, Jack. He would. I gotta Listen. get off uh, Timothy Chalamet's <laughs> fucking Google image. How old is this? How old is this? How old is Timothy? Is he twenty four? He is six one. First of all, I know. I'm telling you guys, he's a stud. Okay, we is twenty two. It's fine, everyone. It's <laughs> not. It's not crazy. I know. Everyone keeps telling me I'm gross, and I'm like, fuck no, you. No, twenty two. Twenty two. That's acceptable. And he's six but... foot one. 
That's Lauren's, a nice height. Lauren's in love. That's the perfect husband height. I know. <laughs> this Our, is what, no, six two was the perfect oh, boyfriend really? height. I know. No, I thought yeah. So I thought six one was the perfect husband height. Oh my god! Okay, oh so our we went through god. this when we were really young. We we're like, That's he's so any six two, the perfect boyfriend height. It was like a line out of Mean Girls. You guys are hilarious. Oh, so so you agree, you guys? I feel like I was super annoying on this podcast. So my bad. You Why I do you feel think like that? everything like had two to it that I said, and I did not mean for that. I think you're having like a weird outer body experience. Really? Yeah. I feel like been, I I've been very self conscious of my tood lately. What two do you think you have? Well, it's because our mom called her out for being a bitch on Thanksgiving. I think she did. Well, my I think mom whenever your mom says something, you take it to heart for sure. Because well, you're so close mom. with your mom. It's my mom, but that's yeah. not why. Oh, why did your mom call you a bitch? Did you hog the mac and cheese? She. We weren't. We didn't help her clean up. Oh, that's mean, guys. But we cooked, so. She said then she downplayed our cooking. She goes, you made one stupid casserole. <laughs> she literally said you made one stupid casserole and then uh, the tears flowed. Aww. And I was like, yeah, bitch, what you make? multiple casseroles, excuse me. I would have been like, remember last year when Thanksgiving almost didn't go? Yeah. <laughs> we almost had to go to Capitol Grill. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Love everyone. Uh, follow the I Don't Get It podcast on Instagram and me on Instagram. Um, follow the real Ashley I because I'm trying to monetize that shit, but not really. Just follow because it it's really funny, and it I posted hilarious. a really funny picture of Ashley's dirty ass foot on there. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> um, also, I think next week we're gonna do roommate horror stories. Yeah, so send them in. But you won't listen to this problem until. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Send them yeah. in. Send yeah. them in. Um, Where should they send them to? Send guys? them in. Well, to- you know, it's always nice when you do it on the message boards. Yeah, because then I can read them all and de- then message you on Facebook to get like the full so story. Lauren, yeah. start something. So then Lauren, start the thread. I'll start the then. thread. Okay. Can't wait to hear those. Guys, we're so excited. We love you. Love you. Bye. 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 I don't podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Babes and Babies, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.